Thank you for tuning in to Big Money in the 805. I'm Michael Anderson. Today we have our program dedicated to the fire relief efforts here in Ventura, Santa Paula, Ojai, and beyond. We're going to be talking about recovery, relief, and rebuilding. Today's show is brought to you by Geico Local Office, car and homeowner's insurance for the 805. You could save up to 15%. Call 805-487-7847. Geico Local Office. Michael Anderson is the CEO and Chief Investment Officer at Maranatha Financial. Due to industry regulations, he will not discuss any of Maranatha's investments on this program. All opinions expressed by participants on this program are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Maranatha Financial or its affiliates. For more information, visit Maranatha.com. It's time for Big Money in the 805 with your host, Michael Anderson, bringing you a feature interview, a local nonprofit spotlight, and some financial wisdom. Get local and relevant information for the 805. For show notes and more information, go to maranatha.com. And now, here's your host, Michael Anderson. Welcome to the program. This is Big Money in the 805. We air the show every week here on KVTA at 8 a.m. And we normally try and bring you one feature interview, one nonprofit spotlight, and some financial wisdom. But it's been a wild week here in Ventura, and we've been watching what has happened with this fire ravaging through all through Santa Paula and roaring into Ventura, Ojai, down into Santa Barbara area. And so now we start the conversation with recovery and relief and rebuilding. We do have three guests on the program today. They're going to be on in just a moment. We do have the Red Cross. We have the Ventura County Community Foundation. And then we also have the folks from thomasfirehelp.com. Tom Spence, you've been covering this all through the week. Now here we are. What are some of your things that you're feeling and then seeing and what can you share here? Well, I've lived in the community since 1961 and I've been through quite a few fires as reported. Been in radio since 79 and I've lived here since 61. So this is by far the worst event ever. There's no doubt about it. We've had a lot of big brush fires and we have had uh, the loss of houses and buildings and businesses. But the way this struck the city, this is more of a city fire than it is a wildfire. And it has been just horrifying in its impact on the community, on personal lives. You're right. The amazing thing with all of that, the amazing, amazing thing, the death toll. It's amazing that we're not seeing that people have died in large numbers with a fire of this magnitude that has ripped through these structures. Name any fire that has just obliterated this many structures and not, it's insane. I, I don't know what to say about it other than it's just unimaginable. It shows you the power of the police and the fire department convincing people you must leave. My biggest fear was the apartment complexes because with 49 units, with 90 units, with all of these units being overwhelmed so quickly, we were just worried that there would be the one person who couldn't get out. That very fortunately did not happen. The loss of property has been dramatic, but you're right on the loss of life. We don't know if there's going to be more reports coming out as sure. well. So you're but right. There's no but missing persons. There was nothing yeah, like that. Right. Rich Galano with the KVTA news team has done a stellar job between his on-air work and also his Facebook work. You did an excellent video of a drive around of just the devastation to a couple of neighborhoods. 
And it's something that we have to show people because if people don't see it right in front of their faces like that, they're not really sure what happens. And this is one of the ways we get people to open their hearts and obviously their wallets and their efforts. You know, it's always time, treasures, and talents, and that's what we need now to get people out here to get all of these great citizens of Ventura. The city of Ventura, the city of Ojai has been really hit hard to get them back on their feet and make sure they can continue living in this community. That's it. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is we have three groups here, organizations that are trying to help with this recovery, relief, rebuild effort. The first one is thomasfirehelp.com. We're going to get to them. Also, the CEO from Red Cross, we're going to get to him and uh, the CEO for Ventura County Community Foundation. We're going to get to her and uh, have them on air in just a moment. So you're listening to Big Money in the 805 here on KVTA News Talk 1590. And now we're back. We're jumping into our feature interviews today. Uh, we're starting out with the CEO of the Ventura County Community Foundation, Vanessa Bechtal. She's the president and CEO at that community foundation here for Ventura County. The website is vccf.org. We're going to go through and ask you a few questions here. I did want to also mention there is a text. You can text Relief VC to 50155. Vanessa, welcome and thank you for being on the program today. Thank you so much, Mike. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much for helping us spread the word. It's been just a surreal week, something that we're all still wrapping our heads around. The Ventura County Community Foundation was able to act quickly and get some immediate disaster relief support in action. Can you share with us what you guys have done there? Absolutely. Uh, Because of the support of our generous donors within the first day, we were able to award 477000 That went to two organizations, the Red Cross and Salvation Army, both really on the ground working with those that are in the most need-based position, some of the most vulnerable, including uh, providing shelter and food and other resources that become an immediate concern. That's amazing, and that's wonderful. I was able to go see the Red Cross's shelter that they had working. They did an amazing job with that. And we're going to be talking with Jim McGee, the CEO of the Red Cross, after this interview. We'll be able to talk with him. But maybe you can share with us, Vanessa, how are you addressing some of the current needs that we have in the community and in the, in the area here in the 805? Thank you so much. You know, right after we did the initial support, We launched three new funds at the Ventura County Community Foundation to support disaster relief. This gives our community a really efficient and proactive way to help those in need. The Ventura County Community Disaster Relief Fund, and we activated our Sudden and Urgent Needs Fund. You know, the third fund was actually created by our local district of Rotary International, which has generated already thousands of dollars in donations uh, from Rotarians within the country within the first hours of launching. But these three funds uh, give local community members an opportunity to offer support right away. Most important is we're not here just for the short term. We're also here for the mid and long term. And some of these resources, we're going to be adding another 200000 today, VCCF, into the support that we'll be offering to our organizations in the mid and long term range because we know it's the immediate need, but these situations can take sometimes years. 
and we'll be there every step of the way. Yeah, that's that's an important note there. And I wanted to just take a step back. The Ventura County Community Foundation, give us just a little bit of insight onto what that is, how it came about, how much money you guys run, and how that works. I think many listeners know about it, but I, there's some that don't. The Ventura County Community Foundation, talk to us about the history uh, for a moment. You know, the Ventura County Community Foundation has been in existence for 30 years. This actually, last year was our 30th anniversary. We manage about a total assets of about $120 million, and these funds have been uh, committed by generous members of our community for a variety of different causes and needs, basic needs, arts, you know, history, protecting our you know, vital resources, animal welfare. But the Community Foundation is in a unique position. We're a fiduciary. Our job is to support local organizations, support individuals in times of need. And the Community Foundation, you know, has, because of the 30 years of history, has really been rooted here. We know firsthand the need following disasters, for example, and we work really hard to deploy the assets in a very effective and impactful way. Tell us about some of these grants that you're doing, the nonprofits that are out in the community, so you have grants for them to be able to get access to to help immediate needs on the ground. Share with us some details about that. Well, you know, that's a great question. Thank you so much. Right now, there are some really urgent needs. Uh, Yesterday, I had a call from Interfaith, which runs the 211 program. 211, for those that don't know, is a call line. You can call just like 911, but get social services. You can also text them, and they can give you access. In fact, you can operate within both English and Spanish, and they can get really critical information to those in need, where to go, how to get help, and connecting them to social services. So 211. 211 runs 24 hours a day. Because of the power outages, you know, it is necessary that they had backup generators. Through the sudden and urgent needs, a fund, we were able to actually grant them the money to get that gener- generator on the ground so it's uh, running and won't, won't lose power during this you know, critical time. Other grant making later on, you know, we'll be addressing housing issues. We know that that's going to be a really big need, um, getting people support, you know, our food share, food bank um, that's you know, supporting so many of our residents already serving 74,000 people per month. You know, we expect that number to rise given what's been taking place. Vanessa, talk to me about, I want to ask you, there's just a unique place that the community is in. There were a lot of homes that are damaged, but the majority of the whole cities are fine. And so they want to help. How can these community members play a role in helping? I know you've organized some stuff on this. And then before we get to that, what's the best way for people to connect, if they want to give or they want to be there, to connect with the the Community Foundation? Visiting our website at www.vccf.org. That's V as in Ventura, County Community Foundation.org, vccf.org. By going to the website, you'll not only be able to contribute and add resources that we can deploy Uh, to those in need now and in the long term. You can also get updates. We're going to be updating the website later today to provide other information. We get a tremendous number of calls during this time. You know, I have uh, things I want to help contribute. I have resources. I've had people reach out and say, you know, we, we have rooms, you know, available in our homes. And so what we're doing is funneling those to the right place. But most important is generating 
the resources. So those that want to uh, make their contributions, visiting our website or calling 805-988-0196 is our, our line. You can also text 50155-RELIEF-BC. Thank you so much. This is Vanessa Bechtal with the Ventura County Community Foundation. She is the CEO and president of that organization. You can get more information and be a part of the help they're giving to the community. Go to their website, which is vccf.org, or text 50155-RELIEF-VC to 50155. Vanessa, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mike. And now we jump over to Jim McGee. He's the CEO of the Red Cross for the Central California region. Supports 10 counties in between Northern California all the way down to Southern California. And you can get more information about the Red Cross at redcross.org. Jim, thank you for being on the program today. Honored to be here, Mike. Jim, now this is kind of a unique situation because I know Ventura County is home for you. And you've been doing just an amazing job uh, getting the shelters up and helping people and organizing. It's been a wild week, to say the least. So really appreciate you coming on the program to try and talk about this. Of course, my honor. Tell us, what should we be knowing? How could people help? The relief and recovery rebuild efforts are in full swing here. People want to be getting involved. What can you share with them about how they can help? Great. Yeah, first and foremost, you know, as you mentioned, you know, I live in the city of Ventura. My family goes way back, you know, several generations here, and it's just amazing to see the community just come together in such challenging times. Um, so first of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone for just um, unbelievable generosity in coming together, Ventura Strong. Um, as it relates to the work that we're doing in the Red Cross, we are still actively in, in response mode, disaster response mode, where we are housing hundreds of our um, friends and community members in a number of shelters throughout the county, most notably in the city of Ventura at the Ventura County Fairgrounds. So our most immediate need is for Red Cross volunteers who are willing to work and care for our community in our Red Cross shelters. We expect to be sheltering for several weeks as we continue to help um, our community. And the best place to go to register to be a Red Cross volunteer is redcross.org forward slash volunteer. You'll be asked to fill out um, some information online, asked to attend an in-person orientation, and then we'll ask you to sign up for shifts. And these are 12 hour shifts, day shift, night shift, and the role that you're gonna play is how you take care of your community from helping people find beds to feeding food to coordinating mental health professionals and just caring and loving on our community. That's great information. So people can go to redcross.org to volunteer and be a volunteer to sign up for that if they are able to do that. That's a wonderful way to help. Now, I know you've been in communication with some of the folks up in Santa Rosa that have just dealt with that fire and are in their rebuild mode what can you share about some of the insight you've learned from talking with the folks that were involved with that? Yeah, Mike, I was lucky enough to, to be asked to um, support my peer, the CEO of Northern California, during the Northern California wildfires um, earlier this fall. And similar to what we're experiencing, that was a devastating relief operation with thousands of people losing their homes. And what I would, I think, offer up is there is always a need to want to know more, more information. And I think it's important for us to recognize that we are still responding and trying to take care of people's immediate needs. And over the next 
several days, more information will come out. But I, I think first and foremost, as I've seen from this community, um, the more we can be patient for that information, the better, because it's going to take a few days before we can provide more information around what's next. Um, what I will also tell you is, as, as um, awesome as it is to lead the Red Cross, there are so many other community organizations, churches, government organizations that are part of this response. And what I would say is that we need to continue to think about how we can come together and shift from a response mode in several days to one about recovery and really making sure that we continue to build resilience in our community. So if the Red Cross is not an option to volunteer and serve for you based on your affinity, then I would encourage you to um, jump onto another organization that's going to help us rebuild our community. Yeah, that's a good point. We were just talking with the CEO for the Ventura County Community Foundation. I know they were able to get a large grant given to you to help with this the first day it rolled out. And a lot of other people, too, if you're not able to volunteer uh, with the Red Cross, maybe you can give a small donation or a large donation financially, or maybe you can join, link up with a church or a community service organization here that is finding where the need is and, and supporting that. Is that kind of what you're sharing with people as a good good approach? Absolutely. You know, people have, you know, a variety of different talents. And depending on what you're able to give, you know, it's just a matter of connecting kind of your generosity and your talents um, to kind of the, the need that makes the most sense for you and your family. So at the Red Cross, obviously, we rely on volunteers to deliver the Red Cross mission. You know, over 90% of the work that we do is done through volunteers. Um, our Central California region only has 27 full-time employees that serve over 4 million people across 10 counties. So we are extremely reliant on just the heart and soul of our volunteers. So first and foremost, if you can give us your time, great. We also have a very generous community as it relates to financial support, and we try to make it really easy to give. You can go to redcross.org and select the designation um, for this fire, and uh, we will honor your donor intent in terms of making sure those funds um, go back into both responding to this disaster and also rebuilding this community. And we're talking with Jim McGee. He's the CEO of the Red Cross here in the Central California region, supporting 10 counties. And he's right here. This is his home county. You can get more information on how you can help with the Red Cross by going to their website. It's redcross.org. Uh, thank you so much for being on the program today, Jim. It's an honor. And final comments. I'm just so, um, yeah, my heart goes out to the the hundreds of families that have been impacted by this in a big way. We wish you the best, and we're in it together. Thanks, Mike. Hi, this is Michael Anderson, Certified Financial Planner. I've dedicated the past 12 years to researching different investment ideas. There are no guarantees when investing, but with a little help, you can find the right approach. I have built AllocationLink.com specifically for you. AllocationLink.com is investment management made simple, smart, and low cost. AllocationLink.com can have your account set up in less than 10 minutes. You don't need to have a million dollars. You don't need to have $100,000. You can get started with as little as $250 today. The secret to investing is regular contributions and giving it time to grow. Please check out my website online. I think it will be a great resource for you. AllocationLink.com is investment management that is smart, low cost, and automatic. 
please visit allocationleak.com to learn more. Or you can leave me a message at 805-665-3767. Hi, this is Michael Anderson, and we're back. Normally would be the nonprofit spotlight, but we're segmenting now to talk about the recovery, rebuild, relief efforts here in Ventura. This segment is brought to you by Era Energy, powered by safety, innovation, and community. We help keep California moving forward. But with us in the studio, I'm here with Emily Barony and Chris Collier, who yesterday set up an informational site to connect people who need help with people who have help to give. The site is thomasfirehelp.com. Right now it's organized as a spreadsheet with lots of resources from supply drop-off locations to housing to volunteer needs. It's really a remarkable idea, and you're executing on this idea. Really happy to see that come together. Thank you for being on the program today, Chris, Emily. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having us. What can you tell us about the site and what you're trying to do with this website and the Google Docs effort? So. I'm born and raised in Ojai, and so I've been watching this, not sleeping, just like everybody else. And one of the things that I saw in a lot of social media traffic was, hey, how do I help? There's a, you know, it wasn't a streamlined, coordinated way to get that information. So we checked with some friends of ours, and we said, well, look, we can just throw up a Google Doc really quick. Um, we decided that the best way to get that out there, I mean, uh, is we picked up a URL, we threw up a Facebook page and a Twitter, we said, okay, everybody, this is a thing, start putting information in there. And we sat around for about five minutes and all of a sudden, people started logging into the spreadsheet and adding information that was very useful. And so uh, the last, I don't know, 12 hours, uh, we've basically spent a lot of time promoting this online um, in different Facebook groups where there's already people following information, uh, just trying to really connect people who are needing help with the people who can give it so that that gets as efficient as possible. Talk to me about the columns that you guys have navigated on the page and on the site, because when you get there, it looks like a spreadsheet, but on the bottom there are columns. I know a lot of people, when they go on there, and some I'm thinking of some of the older generations are not as savvy with the computer to click on those columns, but what are the columns and how did you organize those? Sure. So it's changing at every moment. This is definitely a an evolutionary process as we learn what the community needs, um, so it's, it's changing at every moment. Um, at this moment right now, they're called tabs. They're at the bottom of the spreadsheet. And we've got one for supplies. The idea there is um, we've heard that there are hundreds of individuals and companies who are doing their own supply drop-offs, but nobody, kn and, and they're scattered on Facebook, but nobody knows where they are. Are they currently accepting donations at this moment or have they reached their capacity? How do I get in touch with those people? So the idea there is to have an up-to-date list of the the grassroots supply drop-off drop off locations. What, what items are they taking and are they currently open or closed? We've also got housing available. So the idea there is if you've got two extra bedrooms and you can take a dog, you post it up there and we're able to get people out of the shelters and into short-term housing, give them a shower, let them feel like a person again. We've also got um, animal resources. We've got a list of places that you can donate money. So we're not accepting donations, but here are the list of the Red Cross, the Humane Society, you know, all of the organizations that you might want to donate money for. Which ones am I forgetting? Uh, there's a piece on there for people who have offered to donate food, people who have offered to donate workspace if you're evacuated, uh, a lot of co-work type of opportunities. Uh, one thing, too, to, to your point about the different columns, the navigation, uh, last night we got an instant message from someone we knew. His name is Ian. He's currently 
currently working on a front end for the site. So people have come out of the woodwork to just volunteer time. We've got a, a small team. I think there's six of us now uh, sitting in my conference room figuring out what else do we need, what else can we do. So hopefully when you go to that website, Let, you'll let's ask talk what you need. I want to talk about this too, Chris. So the, the website, Thomas Fire Help. Dot com, and I want to talk about the website and what you're trying to do because there are so many phone calls, texts, emails, Facebook. People are hitting me up, and it's the same with Spence and the folks at KVT and a lot of other friends, the Rotary organization that I'm involved with. Everybody's saying, how can I help? What can I do? I want to take this. I want to take that. How can I? A large part of the community is saying we want to lean in and make this better. We want to rebuild. We want to make it right and help these families that need it and what you're doing it looks like is i think what really needs to be done which is organizing trying to trying to bring people together and pair those services together so i think it's a remarkable effort but what type of messages have you heard from friends and things like that on that topic there have been just a huge outpouring of support. Everybody's looking for ways to help. I mean, somebody said, well, I've got people from out of town that are willing to drive in supplies. I've got a whole team of people on Friday that can work for a couple hours, work, and they go volunteer. So we're doing everything we can, just one-on-one -on -one basis right now to connect A to B to just get these things moving uh, the best of our ability. The other thing we've started doing this afternoon is we just launched a phone number and we have volunteers standing by to that can answer that. If you call it, it rolls to one of the people who, uh, who are remote who are helping us answer questions. And that number is 805-500-6906. Uh, it's just a Google Voice number. We're literally just a bunch of grassroots volunteers trying to get this with the free tools that we can use. But for right now, any Anything we can do to push that out. That's great. So if you can go to thomasfirehelp.com, check out that website. You can list how you are available to help, or if you need help, you can get help. Or you can find other people that are helping and connect with them to go add to their efforts of what they're doing. It's a wonderful job. I really appreciate what you're doing, Emily, Chris. It's really something the community needs to see right now. Thomas Fire Help. Dot com is where you can go to get more information on that topic. Well, that's it for our show today on Big Money in the 805. We will be back next week with another show that will be the feature interview, the nonprofit spotlight, and the two-minute drill. Our heart goes out to Ventura, Santa Paula, Ojai, uh, La Conchita, Carpinteria, as this fire kind of roared through. We're now getting into relief, recovery, rebuild. You can learn more information and help out. You can go to vccf.org. You can go to the redcross.org. You can go to thomasfirehelp.com. I'm Michael Anderson. This is Big Money in the 805. We've had Tom Spence as our engineer on the board. And this is News Talk 1590 KVTA. Thanks for joining us, and we'll hope to see you next week. Do you ever question if your investments are right for you? Do you own any annuities, retirement accounts, or have other money you want help with? Have you ever wondered what your advisor is making or how they get paid? Get a free second opinion. Talk with Michael Anderson, Certified Financial Planner. Call his answering service today, 805-665-3767. Leave a message and get a call back immediately. 805-665-3767 or visit him online maranatha.com m-a-r-a-n-a-n-t-h-a.com Michael Anderson is local 
and fiduciary. No commissions, no gimmicks. Call and leave a message today. 805-665-3767.